Keller Williams, breaking news from Inman. (laughs) They're ending their lifelong profit sharing program for defectors, for people that leave the company. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 108 of The Real Word. Word is up. The word is up. We've got two really good rackets. You feeling them? I'm, I am feeling them. Okay. CNBC mm-hmm. and an Inman article. I think the CNBC... Breaking news on the Inman article, breaking, by the way. Breaking news three days ago. Yeah. Let's jump right into it. You sent the CNBC article. I thought this one was really good. Uh, it's good for what's happening right now in the buyer pool for real estate agents for you know the demographic that they're dealing with in these buyer pools and uh, the CNBC article states that the number one mistake Millennials are making is not buying a home David Bach who's a self-made millionaire he made the statement that this is the single biggest mistake that uh, Millennials are not prioritizing home ownership Nicole, is this a total racket or what? So I feel like we've talked about this topic. We've talked about it from different angles. Well, that's what I mean. Multiple times, but in different, in different, yes, in different lights. So I think that millennials were scarred after the fall, like the the fall, right? Because they Mm -hmm. saw, they saw their parents bankrupting and friends. Most millennials didn't get impacted. They didn't, but they saw it happening to, to, to older. So I think that that held a lot of them back. I think what they need to realize though, that right now with like the interest rates the way that they are I mean this is really a great time to get in um, I think what also was really interesting because he was talking about um, this bot guy was talking about how he purchased some property in California and it like skyrocketed and then New York San Francisco I mean that but, was such a terrible example I thought because it's not relatable to anybody well the, that's the problem too is like he obviously got in at the right time because I'm not so certain that yeah I, and I don't know their markets well enough but I, I mean a millennial, I don't think, is the going to be able of, to buy anything affordable in either one of those areas. But the majority of millennials mm-hmm. act like they want to live in San Francisco, but the majority of them do not. Right. So that's a terrible example that he gave. But his overall thesis about getting ahead, if, if you pay attention or, or learn about compounding you know, uh, your ability to get wealthy, right? Like compounding your investments enhances your ability to get wealthy. If you listen to anybody that's talked about that, then you know the sooner you buy, the quicker you can get there. Right. I pulled a couple things off of Google just because of this CNBC article, uh, thecollegeinvestor.com. Don't know if that's a legitimate source. That sounds pretty legitimate. I mean, why not? I mean, the word college might throw (laughs) you completely off, but they stated that 90% of the world's millionaires were created investing in real estate. Bigger pockets, which I can say is... A legitimate source says 90% of millionaires in the U.S. are invested in real estate. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. If you got millions of dollars, you're going to be invested in real estate yeah. one way or another. But the quicker you get in, yep. the sooner your money can start compounding over time if you hold that real estate for a long period of time. The average homeowner right now, today, mm-hmm. is 38 times wealthier than the renter, right? So that's just... Facts, that's data. If you you might be saying right now, Byron, you said when that you whole Gary V thing came out not to buy a home. I did. For a certain 
individual, an individual that's investing in their business, that's a full-fledged entrepreneur right. and wants to grow their business first. If you want to grow your business to the max potential, you need to put every penny you possibly can into it. And if you're investing in real estate where you're going to live as opposed to renting it, you're now having to put a big down payment in and we got into the whole thing. You can go look that video up. That down payment is going to hold your business back. Yeah. But for the far majority of people that just need simple investments, whether they're going to invest in the stock market or just invest in where they live because they're going to be there long term. Yeah. Millennials should start doing this now. The longer you wait, if you wait till you're in your late thirties, right? You have to ride out some real estate cycles and it's just going to take you a longer amount of time than if you invest in your late twenties or early thirties. Right. I think what's super important to keep in mind here too, is that he's not saying, saying you need to buy this house and then never let and then like live in it for 30 years. What he's simply stating though, is that there's going to eventually be a place that you're going to fall and live for a long time. So even, so if you were to buy in your hometown now, but you're not necessarily staying here, like you can obviously rent it out, but again, and he was saying that you can actually just start making money just by living. Mm -hmm. um, so again, you don't don't feel like as a millennial, because I know that they, they probably get super claustrophobic with the thought of having to stay in one place for 40 years. That's not at all what he's saying. You can buy, obviously still move around, but as long as you have something that you do own, um, it certainly is an easy way. We've always talked about it. It's like sort of like a forced savings account. Um, yeah. It's the only thing that really works for me. Um, and he actually in that article talked about if you were to rent a house for 30 years at $1,500 a month, that's almost, I think he said almost $585,000 and you're still left with nothing. So right. that certainly, was something, example, yeah. certainly something to think about for sure. Yeah. You don't own anything if you rent your whole life. Yeah. That, that's for sure. The, the other big thing here is you've just got to get started, but you, you don't want to rush into this thing. So I'm saying, yeah, get started early, but don't rush into this where you're going to be in a situation where you're going to leave the area in two years and you're not in a position to manage the property. If you have to go and rent it, right? Right. The person with the most informa information is going to win. So be prepared before you get into these situations yeah. of just going out there and buying something, start sure. to start to research the process. Uh, but I don't think that's a racket. I think that's right on. Uh, I think the only caveat would be when we referenced it last year, if you're an entrepreneur, then you, you've, you've got a debate on your hands. Racket number two. Ready. Keller breaking Williams. Breaking news from Inman. <laughs> They're ending their lifelong profit sharing program for defectors, for people that leave the company. Should they have done this a long time ago? I was going to say, I'm actually surprised to even hear that they were allowing them to keep that profit share after they left, but. Well, here's the thing. I mean, Keller Williams built their pyramid off of just that, right? Like their ability to recruit at scale was because, hey, even if you're going to get vested in three years, even if you leave, you're going to be able to keep this profit sharing. Right. So their numbers went through the roof. Now, as we sit here today in February, 2020, They've lost agents the last four months straight, right? Yeah. So this could be, uh, you know, something that helps retain people longer time. Uh, a couple, a couple. Or things at least get change. people that are invested in staying long term instead of just that three years to get the profit right, to share get to then and, leave and to get out. Yeah. So they changed. It used to be three years. You got vested, and then whether you left after three years, you were you were going to get this lifelong uh, revenue sharing. Now it's seven years. So you got to be there at least seven years. And then after April 1st, when this kicks in, 
if you join the company after April 1st, you've got to be there seven years and you've got to stay basically forever to get your revenue sharing. Right. Uh, if you leave, no revenue sharing. If you're before April 1st, so if you join today, if you join today, Nicole, right now, February, right now. Uh, then all that goes away. You just got to be there three years and, and you could still leave after the three years. Gary Keller challenged EXP last year, EXP including the CEO, Glenn Sanford, to give back the million plus that those individuals have received since they defected from Keller Williams and started EXP. So they've given over, uh, they've shared rather uh, in their revenue sharing. Oh, Keller over Williams wants their money dollars. back they from those back. people yeah. that left. Huh. Well, that's why they joined. Exactly. But I mean, I'm sure there was probably plenty of agents that that was that was their that was their business model, not necessarily becoming an agent. Right. Yeah. Potentially. Th- it, it, absolutely. Some people just joined Keller Williams, just like people are joining EXP today to be full-fledged recruiters, try to get people in their downline. And there's right. nothing wrong with that. It's, right. it's a model for for certain people to make income, right? Uh, the, the number, though, is over a billion dollars in their revenue sharing. It's in the article. I'm looking for hmm. $1.4 billion. From 1997 through January 31st, 2020, Keller Williams has dispensed $1.4 billion in profit share does it tell you the average that each agent is getting do we know that like what i doesn't tell doesn't tell us here I'm curious uh yeah i mean it, it, all, it all depends on again how, much, how many people it's all about people not I believe it, it not has a money lot you're to generating do. i don't know specifically okay. but I, ha- I believe it has a lot to do with how many people you've brought in to the keller williams ecosystem and are still there contributing deals okay hmm. So it's a classic pyramid. Definitely sounds right? that way. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. Nothing wrong with network marketing. I mean, uh, it's just their model. Works for Herbalife. This makes absolutely, and this makes a lot of sense to me. Get people to stick. I think you're going to see whether whether EXP changes the way they do things. I mean, you're getting stock that you can take anywhere and sell at any time at EXP uh, or other companies. You're going to start to see. We talked about employees last week. Yep. Different programs or different things that they set up within their company to get agents to stay for a long period of time. And I think that the profit share is is a is a, is a brilliant way because I do think that your agents 100% feel invested. I think that unfortunately what they did is just offered mm-hmm. it for too many too long forever forever no matter forever what yes because i do think that the idea of the profit share is is brilliant i think it's yeah. it's a great way to run the business but, but to compete with you know zillow agents quote unquote or redfin agents or any of these disruptors the traditional brokers are gonna have to figure out how to get longevity mm-hmm. they can't continue to operate with top producers bouncing and flipping from brokerage to brokerage every three years on the flip side agents we've got to start to think about uh, how that looks to the consumer. We like we know like it takes a long time if you change right. to actually build your brand. And every time you you do change, it hurts your brand. It, it or maybe it doesn't hurt it, but it impacts your brand. There is a phase you have to go through mm-hmm. for a period of time, and there's an impact there. So how can you align yourself? How can you partner with the right company or build your own company to have longevity so that your brand is consistent over decades of time? Because that's going to be important moving forward as tech and disruption continues to change the game. 
Are you a stable brand that the consumer can count on? Well, and again, to back that up though too, and I again, I don't really know much about Keller Williams, so I don't want to speak too far out of place, but if they were concentrating so much on this profit share and getting all their agents to recruit people in, were they really concentrating on the agent and, and helping them build their brand from the very beginning? Mm. I don't know the answer to that. So hopefully this changes that. So no? I don't think either of these are a racket. I, no. I, I would say that that's a good move by KW. It came from their it came from their own agents, by the way. Yeah, it was a committee. Their agents uh, wanted this change. Certainly, the ones that have been there for a long time, of course, are seeing you know profit sharing go well, to little EXP jelly. agents I mean, or CB agents or whoever, yeah. right? All right, marketeer of the week. I think this is our first ever two-time marketeer winner. <laughs> Right? He's one of Marketeer. Were you guys arguing? Is that why you're... Are you, are you brown-nosing? No, no, okay. no brown-nosing. Yeah. Okay. We're never arguing. I can't wait to hang out with... Yeah. With... Uh, and Callie? E again Yeah, we got to gotta make him do some... Do some wild stuff. <laughs> All right, Marketeer of the Week is the Broke Agent. First two-time winner of the Marketeer. And we're just going to end the show with his with latest... TikTok? I don't think it's his latest TikTok video... But this TikTok video that everybody should wait. Everybody's been in this situation with <laughs> e-signatures, whether you're on DotLoop or DocuSign or whatever the other ones are. Watch this video. Follow the broke agent on TikTok. If you're not on TikTok yet, spend the next two hours of your life by just lighting them on fire and going through the scroll of TikTok. Every well, time I go on TikTok, luckily I'm the like, broke agent posts his TikToks on Instagram story because that's usually where I consume right. my content. But that way you don't have to go into TikTok and get lost. Well, I just, that's the biggest, it's just, it's messy. And then I run into my kids, then it gives me a heart attack. So I, I, I try to stay off of TikTok. I've only posted six TikToks. How are they doing? Are they trending? A couple of them are doing good. My creme brulee ones are doing fantastic. What does that mean? Like, like five views, hundred views? No, I have a couple hundred. Couple I mean, hundred. this one here that we're we're going to show you right now for the broke agent has over 40,000 views. So the broke agent, in my opinion, is the guy killing it on TikTok for real estate agents. I think TikTok was made for him. Oh, too. yes. Yeah. It was definitely made for, for him. Sure. But, uh, you know, we talked about millennials at the beginning of the show. Millennials are almost, you go on TikTok, they feel old on TikTok. Like even millennials well, they, are a little old on TikTok. I feel like they are a little old on TikTok. Uh, like again, my nine-year-old likes going on TikTok. Yeah, mm -hmm. but it's something we should all be thinking about because same thing happened on Instagram. It's going to be all old people in three years. So broke agent, you're doing uh, something very smart. You're getting onto TikTok early. It's why he's broke. Yeah, that's why you're broke. You're, you're, <laughs> it's, you're creating the brand. I don't know, 20, this is going to be the decade of not being broke for the broke agent. Uh, that's another prediction there. A lot of predictions on this show always. Always? Always. I feel, always like, I feel like there aren't any ever any predictions. Okay. We'll that go back fun. and watch the last 107 episodes and put in the comments how many predictions there have been. Watch this episode or this uh, TikTok from the Broke Agent now. Keep it real, guys. See ya. I think I'm losing my mind. Trying to stay inside the line. It's like y'all